Hi, just checking in, seeing how you're doing today, and seeing if you might want to take a little break, step away from the noise of the world for just a moment, and connect back with you. If so, let's take a deep breath in, and breathe out, and let it all settle. I'm your host, Michael Gallion, and this is Letting It Settle. Hi, it's Michael, and I have some exciting news for you. We are introducing Letting It Settle Plus, the ultimate listening experience for those looking to find their calm and navigate the noise of life. As a subscriber, experience an abundance of the exclusive content that you know and love. For those looking to immerse themselves into the tranquility, the subscription includes immersive mini and 30-minute guided meditations, perfect for those on the go or others needing a bit more time to let it all settle. You'll also discover a plethora of bonus episodes with topics ranging from practicing gratitude, cultivating self-love, as well as Ask Me Anything specials, where I answer your questions and topic requests. And all of this is available for you now to elevate your listening experience. Actionable takeaways, guided meditations, and mindfulness exercises await. So, don't miss out. Subscribe to Letting It Settle Plus today to join the community. Available on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. Now, before we begin, I just want to give you a nice little gentle reminder that one of the most powerful moments in life is when you discover that you do not need to be fully healed in order to experience love. And that even in your brokenness, you are worthy of receiving and capable of giving loving kindness. When you're able to stop waiting for the moment when your healing is complete to enjoy life, you open yourself up to experience the beauty of the present moment that exists in its entirety. Instead of seeing healing as a destination to reach before you can open yourself up to love, you begin to see that you are worthy of those experiences right here, right now. And as you embrace your brokenness and your vulnerabilities, you find a deeper sense of love for yourself and for others. This week is a very special week here at Letting It Settle, as it is Valentine's Day. And so with Love in the Air, I wanted to have an episode based on loving-kindness and give you a bit of a deeper dive into what loving-kindness is and share a little about my experience in experiencing loving-kindness and what it was like as I started introducing the practice into my life. So loving-kindness, or metta, is a meditative practice that sets the object of attention and awareness on a set of silent phrases that serve as well wishes of peace and health and prosperity. The intention is to move our default mode of thinking, which tends to be quite negative, towards a kinder and more gentle tone. Within the practice of loving kindness, those silent phrases are extended to different sets of people in your life. They're meant to be simple and organic, so that 
the experience of loving-kindness can naturally occur within you. These phrases can be any set of phrases that resonate with you. You can create them and have them fit your needs. But the traditional phrases were wishes for yourself and for others to feel safe and well within their minds, their bodies, and within the world, and to experience positive emotions and ease. So a traditional example of a loving-kindness phrase would be, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, may you live with ease. So once you've chosen a set of phrases that resonate with you, then you start to silently begin to extend those phrases to different people in your life, beginning first with an extension of loving kindness to yourself, then to a loved one, then to a neutral person in your life, then to someone with whom you've had conflict, and then finally to the world around you, all creatures, all beings. The practice of loving-kindness has been around for thousands of years, and it's been praised by researchers as a way to increase positive emotions and decrease negative ones, increase vagal tone, which increases social connection and positivity, and it's even been shown to decrease symptoms of PTSD, of chronic pain, and migraines. It's a wonderful practice that has become a staple of my meditation practice. But I will tell you that the first time that I went to a loving-kindness meditation, we finished, and we're all sitting there on our cushions, and I opened my eyes, and I look around, and I saw all of these people so moved and touched. Some of them were weeping. And I looked around, and I thought, what is this cheesy nonsense? <laughs> I felt absolutely nothing. It was not a good experience for me. I almost felt like like the emperor is wearing no clothes, and I was the only one who recognized this. I felt a little crazy. And it was strange because I I had been studying mindfulness for, for a second at this point. I was new to it, but I had read all these amazing studies about the power of loving-kindness. And so here I am sitting in this meditation room, and throughout the entire practice, I'm just wanting to crawl out of my skin. However, I had experienced the benefits of meditation, and I understood, at least at that point, that it was consistency of daily practice that really produced results. So I decided to place my judgment aside, and I remember that a lot of the studies talked about it did take time. And they would often conduct their studies having participants do seven weeks of loving kindness. And it was typically in the morning and at evening, but just seven consistent weeks of practice. So I committed to giving myself seven weeks of adding it to my morning routine and my evening routine and just seeing what happened. So I added the loving kindness each morning, each night. And at the end of the meditations, I would go through the phrases that I felt most connected with. 
and I would direct them to myself and then to others in my life. And those phrases were, May you be held in loving kindness. May you feel joy without pain. May you feel protected and peaceful. May you feel connected and calm. May you be well. If you happen to be listening to the show right now while doing a million things, and your mind is racing to that giant to-do list that you have, I want you to pause for just a moment. Just come back right here and start to be mindful of how you feel. Just take a deep breath in and breathe out and let it all settle. Now what's top of mind? If you're feeling stressed or anxious, I want you to keep listening so I can tell you about Calm. Calm is the number one app for sleep and meditation, giving you the power to calm your mind and change your life. Calm recognizes that everyone faces unique challenges in their daily lives, that mental health needs differ from person to person, and that time for meditation may vary. And since self-practices are so deeply personal, Calm strives to provide content that caters to your preferences and needs. Their meditations range from focuses on anxiety and stress, relaxation and focus, to building habits and taking care of your physical well-being. They have sleep stories with hundreds of titles to choose from, including sleep meditations and calming music that will have you drifting off to dreamland quickly and naturally. Stress less, sleep more, and live better with Calm. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash settle. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash settle for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash settle. I spent the next few weeks consistently practicing and I would send these phrases to the different people in my life and after three weeks of devoted effort I was finding that instead of all the magical benefits that I had read about the practice still felt mechanical and dry and I was feeling restless and what was most concerning to me was I was not only experiencing the benefits, but I was experiencing these heightened emotions. So I'm sitting there each morning trying to send these wishes to the people in my life, and I'm experiencing anger and grief. During the meditation, I'm sitting there seething, and I could not understand what was going on. Luckily, I am very stubborn, and I continue to commit to seven weeks of consistency, as I said that I would. I pushed through, and I made it to the end. And at the end of those seven weeks, I sat down and I started to look at my life and just start to note if anything had shifted since I'd started my daily practice. So often when we're going through life and when we're adding things into our life, it just becomes part of our life at that point. And so those small changes that happen over time don't really become noticeable 
because they've happened as you've continued to grow. So sitting down after seven weeks and just really looking back and taking stock was a really beneficial exercise for me. So I knew that the first thing was that I I started to enjoy the phrases. I really enjoyed them, and I liked this bookend of having consistency in the morning and then at night, and just having those well wishes go out into the world. But then I looked at each of those areas, those different sets of people, so self, loved ones, neutral people, people with whom I've had conflict, and then the world around me. And I started to write down what I had discovered or what had shifted for me over the past few weeks. And in stepping back, I I realized that actually quite a bit had changed. And yes, maybe I was a little bit quick to judge, loving kindness, but here's the things that actually started to shift. So the first set of people was, was me, was myself. And what I realized was that Directing loving-kindness to myself was probably the most difficult of all. I would close my eyes and I, I would begin to say the words, and that inner critic would just come out. He was screaming for like the first at least four weeks of this. It was just this little gremlin voice coming out and saying that it was ridiculous. And I would find myself in this battle between saying these beautiful phrases to myself and then battling this gremlin to tell him to to shut up. But then eventually, over the weeks, I, I did note that it did quiet down, and I would start to feel more connected. But what was really interesting was that for the first time, I started to feel this, this sense of endearment and care directed inward. That it was this this way of looking at myself and talking to myself and this way of just feeling that felt protective in a way. It was almost like how those closest to me would care for me when I was little was how I was caring for myself. And those moments when, even when I was walking up the stairs and I would trip instead of like telling myself that I was an idiot, I would actively be caring for myself. And this this care and consideration would come that I'd never really experienced before. So I took that as a win. And um, I noticed that, so if the self-love visualization that I talked about in the Cultivating Self-Love episode that I did a few weeks ago helped me to find the right words to be able to say, to help me begin to experience what self-love could feel like if I was to hear those words. The practice of loving-kindness started to give me the physical and emotional connection of self-love. I could actually start to feel what it felt like to experience that. And then the next set of people was loved ones. And this one came pretty easy to me. I found that it was it was easy to rest my awareness on the phrases and to stay present when I was extending those well wishes to my loved ones because I truly cared about them. And it was easy for me to start to imagine their faces and to connect with them and to imagine that they were sitting right in front of me. 
And there were emotional moments that came up from the memories that came with imagining their faces, but it was never an emotion that I tried to run from. And I also noticed that in my life, the most notable change was that I was reaching out more to people. I have always been somebody who was terrified of the telephone. My mom always tells the story about when I was little, she would make me write down scripts so that I could read them whenever I had to call a friend or call someone to ask for a ride because I was so scared to get on the phone and talk to them. But for whatever reason, after doing loving kindness, I started to, to pick up the phone and to call people, to call my sister, my brother, my mom, and just let them know that I love them. And it was just this checking in that I would do. And so I would say, if anything, loving kindness really gave me the ability to, to check in on people and to remind them that they are loved. The next set of people was really interesting for me. It was neutral people. So I took this as you know, the doorman or the man who worked at the deli or the person who you know, drove the bus that I knew their faces but didn't really know their names. And what I was surprised here was that I really started to connect more with those neutral people in my life. Instead of them simply being the doorman or the man who worked at the deli, these were people who were important and had important functions in my life. But before this, I never really had an understanding of, of who they were. It never crossed my mind to, to think about the life that they were living outside of the job that they were doing or the person that they were in my life. But in spending the past few weeks sending well wishes to them, I suddenly started to, to see them in the way that I hadn't before. I think that so often we, we have a tendency to look through people that we don't know and not recognize their humanity. But loving kindness really changed that pattern for me. And it gave me the ability to, to recognize the humanity in everyone, no matter what role they played in my life. And the next set of people was the people with whom I've had conflict with. And this was a strange one for me. And this is the one that brought up a lot of emotions here. I've never been great at expressing anger. And I always had this habit of jumping to a resolution and letting people off the hook before I actually had a chance to forgive them. And so when you would ask me, is there anyone in your life who you're actively in conflict with? I would probably say no, that, that no, I'd, I'd forgiven people, but really it was, it was bypassing that emotions. And when you bypass an emotional experience like that, it doesn't just go away. It starts to live within you. So what I found really, really interesting was that in doing the loving-kindness meditation, it started to bring up that sense of anger and that sense of grief. And what I started to realize was that as my heart was starting to soften by the ongoing extension of love, it was also revealing the pain that was held there beneath the protective wall that I had placed around it. And so loving kindness was really something that allowed for me to start to connect 
with what that wall was, to feel it start to break down, and to actually start to deal with those relationships that I had allowed for there to be pain or hurt. And I started to want to help them, to move through them, to be able to have the conversations that needed to be had. So this was definitely not one that felt great, but it did have some really important impacts on my life. And then the last one was the world around me. And I I really liked doing this. I remember that this was when my imagination would go the most vivid. Because as I would say the phrase, may all beings feel protected and peaceful. My mind would always create this very specific image. It was this expanding bubble of protection that would appear to cover and protect everyone and everything that was in it. It was almost as if I was seeing the lens of a camera just pulling out wider and wider to show the world around me and to witness this protective bubble expanding to cover everything. It would always start with a picture of the small part of the world that I occupied and the people who I interacted with on a daily basis. I'd imagine the busyness of a New York street and those restaurants and bars filled with people and then the little parks with dogs running around chasing each other. And then that lens in the camera would pan out as the bubble got larger and I would see the entirety of the city and recognize all of the buildings just filled with people and see the birds flying above Central Park. And then it would pan out even further and further, having this bubble of protection go over my entire state and then the country, and just starting to recognize the vastness of land and the millions of people and the creatures who just inhabited all of this land. And then my vision would pull all the way out and I would see the entire planet being wrapped in this protective bubble of loving kindness. I would see just these billions of souls throughout the world. And I started to recognize that these souls, many of whom I will never see in my life or never even be aware of their existence, but each of them is in need of and desiring loving kindness. And what I found after all these weeks was this consistency of the loving-kindness practice was allowing for me to feel a sense of connection. And for someone who has long searched for a connection to a sense of love, I was starting to feel that within me and within the entire world around me. I have never been a fan of shaving. I have terribly sensitive skin, and no matter what type of blades or razors I would use, I would always end up with terrible irritation after every shave. If your skin is as sensitive as mine and you're constantly on the hunt for a razor that gives you the clean shave without the frustrations of bumps and nicks and irritation, you have to meet Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the International Space Station and Mars Rover and now they're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more the wobble. 
The more the wobble, the more the nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem. It's an extension problem. By using aerospace-grade CNC machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend just 0.0013 inches, which is less than the thickness of a human hair. That means secure and stable blades with a vibration-free shave. The Henson razor works with a standard dual-edge blade to give you that old-school shave with the benefits of new-school tech. And all that tech really lives up to the hype. The first time I used the Henson razor, I could not believe how easy and issue-free my shave was. And no irritation. Once you own a Henson razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades, making it much more affordable than any of the other brands that I've tried, and the durability and design make it totally worth it for me. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com settle to pick the razor for you and use code SETTLE, and you'll get two years' worth of blades for free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to hensonshaving.com SETTLE and use code SETTLE. So one of the things I want to challenge you with today is to start to create your own phrases and to start your own journey of loving kindness. And I really want to make it clear that if you begin to do the loving kindness practice and you find that it is mechanical and cheesy, or you think that it is a bunch of woo-woo, that's okay. You are not alone. But I would encourage you to keep pushing through. And I can say that from personal experience, my first time was not a great experience but it did get better, and it really did have an impact on my life. It's still a part of my practice today, something that I do every single morning and every single night. So let's start to think of those phrases and start to think of the phrase that resonates for you, wishes that you would like to share with others. Think about this as a wish for happiness, a wish for them to be healthy, for them to be safe, for them to live with ease. So whatever those words are for you, just start to think of them. These are things that you want to share with the world, wishes of goodness, of kindness, of love, care, and compassion. So if you need to, take a moment to pause. And when we come back, I'll lead you through a loving kindness meditation.
All right, as you come back, hopefully you have those phrases ready to go. If not, you can just follow along with me. So I'll be guiding you through the ones that I've chosen for myself, which are, may you be held in loving kindness, may you feel joy without pain, may you feel connected and peaceful, may you feel connected and calm, and may you be well. But I'm interested to hear, if you feel safe to do so and comfortable, I would love if you would share those phrases that you've chosen with me by emailing the show's email at lettingitsettle at michaelgallion.com. I'm really interested to hear what you came up with and excited for you to start this journey. So as we move into the meditation, just a reminder to remain mindful of your surroundings. If you are driving a car or anywhere that you need to be aware of where you are, just make sure that you're alert and aware at all times. Keep the eyes open. But if you are not, go ahead and start to close down your eyes and start to settle into the moment, allowing for yourself to root down into what's beneath you, feeling the shoulders drop, feeling the belly get loose, not needing to hold on. Start to draw the awareness to the breath, the simple inhale and exhale. Breathing in and breathing out. And as you allow for yourself to truly settle into the moment, start to allow for the mind to settle, any thoughts that might be present to just drop. And start to draw your awareness to your imagination. Beginning to imagine a room full of people seeing yourself seated in a chair and just looking around and seeing so many of the people that you have known and loved throughout your life. But also within this room, noticing there are strangers, there are people who you might have vaguely known in your past. There are people who look very different from you there are people who you might have had conflict with in the room as well. But no matter who you look at, you begin to see a sense of love coming from everyone. And as you stand up and begin to walk throughout the room, start to take in everyone's eyes. Noting as you look into their eyes, the feeling of love that comes through. And in the middle of all these people, stop to sense that feeling of love connected to you. 
And I want you to first start to direct these words to yourself. Silently saying to yourself, may I be held in loving kindness. May I feel joy without pain. May I feel protected and peaceful. May I feel connected and calm. May I be well. Take a moment to allow for that feeling of loving kindness to just be present today. Feeling into what it feels like to connect to that sense of loving kindness directed towards you. And if any of those thoughts or feelings start to come in, distracting you from your awareness of those phrases and that feeling, just allow for them to be present and then pass, continuing to always draw your attention back to loving kindness. And now begin to scan the room once more and start to look for a face that is familiar, a face that feels safe and warm, a face of a dear loved one. And as you draw yourself closer and closer to them and you stop and you hold their hands, you look into their eyes, and you simply say, may you be held in loving kindness. May you feel joy without pain. May you feel protected and peaceful. May you feel connected and calm. May you be well. Give yourself permission to just feel into this exchange of loving kindness with this dear one, noting what it feels like to give and also to be in the presence of their love. Feeling this exchange between the two of you, just letting it be present in this moment. And now allow for yourself to begin to scan the room once more and start to walk towards a face that is familiar, but someone who is neutral. Perhaps someone you've seen before, you might know their face, but not their name. You've passed them on the street or seen them at the store. And as you start to approach them, stop and look into their eyes. And with that same love and affection that you shared with the dear one, begin to extend these words to them. May you be held in loving kindness. May you feel joy without pain. 
May you feel protected and peaceful. May you feel connected and calm. May you be well. Just take a moment to sit in this exchange with this neutral person, feeling what it feels like to see them, to recognize their humanity, and to extend these words to them. Now begin to look around the room once more and begin to note that person with whom you've been in conflict with across the room. As you see them begin to feel how your body responds to them physically. And allow for yourself to begin to walk as close as you feel comfortable to them. close enough to see into their eyes, to recognize their humanity. And if it feels safe and right to do so, go ahead and extend these words to them. May you be held in loving kindness. May you feel joy without pain. May you feel protected and peaceful. May you feel connected and calm. May you be well. Allowing for whatever needs to come up in this moment to be present. Give yourself a moment to just be in this exchange of loving kindness with this person with whom you've been in conflict. And then finally begin to notice all of the people within the room. And as you begin to note all of these souls around you, you begin to realize that the entirety of the world exists right here, right now. And within that vision, begin to gather the people who are in your intimate circle the people who you know and interact with on a daily basis, and just allow for them to be around you. And allow for yourself to then begin to gather an even larger group, all of the people who exist within your city or state. And as the circle gets larger and larger, you can feel the protective nature of it as it gets larger and expands outward, moving into the entire world, all creatures, all beings surrounding you in this moment. And as you start to connect with them, 
begin to feel into that sense of loving kindness once more and say, May all beings be held in loving kindness. May all beings feel joy without pain. May all beings feel protected and peaceful. May all beings feel connected and calm. May all beings be well. And now allow for this feeling of loving-kindness that was extended to the entire world to come back to you, noting the exchange of love and kindness, care and compassion with yourself, a loved one, a stranger, the person with whom you've had conflict in the world around you, all of these unique sets of individuals connecting you to love. Allow for yourself to breathe that love in, taking a deep breath in and breathing out. Allowing for that love, kindness to go with you today. And when it feels right, go ahead and flutter your eyes open and take in the space around you and enter back, feeling connected and calm. As you go out into the world today, I want you to take those phrases with you. And I want you to remember on this Valentine's Day that you are worthy of love and you are capable of giving love. So I'll send you out with a special blessing just for you. I want you to know that I hope that you are held in loving kindness that you feel joy without pain, that you feel protected and peaceful, that you feel connected and calm. And my hope for you, my friend, is that you are well. We'll end with a deep breath in and breathe out and let it all settle. Go take care of yourself and I will see you next week. Oh, and it's always helpful, if you want, to rate, review, and subscribe to Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion, wherever you get your podcasts. And go ahead and follow me and the show on TikTok at CoachMichael1 and Instagram, Michael.Gallion. And also, just a reminder that I'm a huge proponent of taking charge of your mental health, and that means seeking advice from professional therapists, counselors, psychologists, physicians, and other qualified professionals. My teachings are meant to help you find a space of calm amidst the storm, but if you're experiencing ongoing mental health challenges, I want you to make sure that you seek help from a licensed professional. And remember that nothing that's said within this podcast should be seen as a substitute for their advice. Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion is executive produced by Michael Gallion, Steve Wilson, David Henning, 
and Shen Yin Hu, hosted by Michael Gallion. Original music and composition by Darren Johnson, edited by Sarah Ma. Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion is a Q Code production. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. Whether you're in a relationship, single, or recently heartbroken, you could be navigating some tough stuff. And it really can be challenging to do this on your own. We all need help when it comes to our relationships, very specifically, our love lives. I'm Jillian, and each week on my podcast, Jillian on Love, I share skills on how to strengthen our relationships, how to build a stronger sense of self, and how to heal heartbreak and choose better partners. Learn how to start making change today and search for Jillian on Love wherever you're listening now.